Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. Hey, Jeff. Um, sorry if I butchered this a little bit. I haven't spoken in front of a bunch of people in a very long time. But um, I was thinking about it earlier. Is like, what, why in the fuck am I here? And that's because I've, I've figured out through reflecting upon the steps that I have a condition in thinking that will always lead me back to the same situations. And uh, how I learned this was, uh, was I was at work. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a medic, and we were on the ambulance one day, and there's these two guys. There's a pork chop and juju bean. They're like two scholars from the hood. And one of them, they got into a trap house argument, and uh, one of them shot the other one in the foot. And they called us, and we came, and we pick up pork chop, and we tape him up. And all the way to the hospital, pork chop is telling me what he's going to do to Juju Bean when he gets out. And we drop him off, we transfer care, and, and sure shit, he goes out. About four hours later, we get another call for a man down. It's the other one on the ground. And uh, we pick him up, and we tape him up, and we take him to the hospital. And we drop him off, and we're riding back, and I'm thinking, you know what? Those are just like alcoholics, you know? They have the sense of thinking that there's things that they don't even know what's wrong. And I was like, how would, how would we fix this problem? Well, you would have to actually get inside of their heads and change their minds about a certain set of things. And that's where I realized I had to do about my, with myself. And, and at that moment, I realized that, that there was no way I was going to be able to outthink my disease. You know, no matter how many happily ever afters I thought I was going to have, no matter how many good moves I thought I still had in me, I just simply wasn't able to, to change my mind. The, and, and since then, I've noticed that, you know, if you take a knife and you cut your arm, your body knows what to do. It'll heal itself. The spirit, you know, given enough time, will repair itself. But the mind isn't really engineered to fix itself. It has something called ego that tends to step in the way of all my thoughts and patterns. It likes to tell me that it knows best what to do. Um, anything new and different is just a... Uh, you're getting a text message or something. Anyway, it, it gets in the way of me adopting new patterns and things that lead me out of the woods and into a better life. And uh, when I finally crash landed here for the last time, I was able to to just be like, you know what, I, I couldn't surrender. I wasn't, I'm not, I'm never engineered to surrender to something, especially an inanimate object. But uh, I looked a couple words up and, you know, all surrender means is to join the winning team. You know what, I can wrap my head around that. You know, I can get on the team and I can be on the same side as somebody else moving in the same direction. And I realized that one of the most powerful things I could do in the beginning was make another friend that was moving in the same direction. And so I did those two things and I got a sponsor and my sponsor took me through the steps. Like as the book says, not as the pamphlet bullshit, not the list in step one, but strictly as the book says. You know, it, going from, from start to finish in the book, and I did it, I didn't do it perfectly, you know, I did it to the best of my ability. And, uh, and things got better, and uh, they've changed a lot for me. I'm able to actually, you know, take interest in people and participate in life. I don't have as many fears, you know. Somebody asks me to do something, yeah, there might be a little bit of, a bit of fear of getting up here, but you know what, I can do it. I can, I can have that 20 seconds of courage walking from the chair to here, and then I can do my best to help another person out. And that's what my life's about today. 
It's like I'm here to be as much service to other people as I can. Um, that being said, you know, I'd like to say a few things about, you know, an unethical experiment I did with, like, going outside of the book. And uh, my, my first four sponsees when I got sober, I, I took two and did it the way some crusty old old-timer with a vintage attitude told me to do it. And then the other two, I did it strictly out of the book. You could probably guess who had the better results. It was the people that worked straight out of the book. You see, it's like this for me. It's like I have a certain set of protocols as a medic that I can work within. You know, they, they say, hey, if you see this, do that. If you see this, do that. Okay. You know, but nowhere in these protocols does it ever ask me. It never says, hey, Jeff, what do you think you should do here? And there's a very good reason for that. It's because I'm not a fucking physician. You know, I'm not God. I, I, I would really fuck somebody up if I did that. But as long as I stay within the protocol and try and lead men through the protocol, the, the the book shows results so i would strictly i would really suggest that if you're going to do this that you find somebody that works strictly out of the book because people can kill you by doing it the other way you know a lot of things remain undressed a lot of times like uh, like there's things that have to be addressed and you have to have the confidence in something. And the confidence that I find is in the other people that have worked strictly out of the book. They're here everywhere. And you can see it, they have livable lives. And that's what I was searching for because I was broken and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't live without alcohol and drugs. I was homeless on the train tracks. I was literally living underground. I, uh, I, I built an underground Taj Mahal, like a, a foxhole. I was in the military and, and, and Towards the end of my drinking and using, I would drink and like this voice would be like, dig a hole! And I would dig a fucking hole and, and live underground. What are you doing? Oh. Uh, and I would live underground and I lived underground for two years. And the only thing that was able to pry me away from that was that moment when all of a sudden the drugs and the alcohol just simply don't work anymore. You can, you can take your shot, your hit, your pill, and you still feel the same way you do. You know, you can't function, you know, and then you wind up in a cheap motel room, you know, wondering how you're going to scheme up rent for another day and still get out there and get what you need to get high. I, I can tell you from my experience, all that stuff evaporates when, when we just come to the table and do what's put before us. It doesn't ask you, you know, before the steps, it's not going to ever ask, it didn't ever ask me and nobody ever asked me how I thought or how I felt about anything. You know, one of, my, one of my sergeants in the military, we were doing something one day, and I got scared, and it was in training, and everybody broke right, and I was like, they're all going to get killed, I'm going to go left, and I went left, and it, it's like, they, as luck would have it, I lived and they died, it was not like real combat, but I lived and they died, but since I went left, you know, he was like, Jeff, you know, you need to work with the team. Even if this team seems like it's going somewhere, it's achieving a greater purpose. Um, I don't really have much else to say. Uh, I hope you guys got something out of that. Thank you for asking me to speak, Sean. And uh, I'll turn it over to the next guy. Thank you.